0: Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit. And full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. Ctmobile.com. is your Classic Metal Show right here on the ClassicMetalShow.com. That, of course, was enough's enough. It's enough. Name of that tune was Bring It On Home. Uh Nuffs Enough is back with a brand new release. That not being from it, but um the guy that's on the line right now to bring it on home, to bring home the new release, Brainwashed Generation. And just to chat in general, is my very, very good friend, my longest time friend as a as a rock guy, I think, Mr. Chips Enough. Chip, how are you, my brother? Uh pretty good for my age. Chris, I gotta tell you, you and I go back about thirty years. Yeah, it's Dude, it goes all the way. I remember the first time I met you was mid early to mid nineties somewhere at Ron's Crossroads in Akron, which no longer even exists. (laughs) And no, no. and and I forget what you were touring on. Maybe uh, maybe ten or or animals or one one of the record one of the earlier records, man. And just yeah, we've you and I have always had that friendship when and i've come out to god knows how many shows at this point man but you know it's always fun to have a friend in the business and it's always fun when you have a friend in the business that actually delivers on stage because there's nothing worse than having a friend and then having a radio show and having to kind of say well they kind of sucked you know
1: <laughs> you know <laughs> so you well, it know. makes sense to me it's nice to be to be accepted into people enjoying your concerts because nowadays um, there is no concerts, okay? So all those back memories, they're mm-hmm. not going to go away. Uh, we left an indelible mark with those shows. You and I hanging out in Cleveland in the old days, nothing like it. Yeah. Will it ever be like that again? Not so sure about that. What I do know is that bands are still out there, the Foo Fighters and, and Metallica and uh, Greta Van Fleets and the Dirty honeys we're all, we're all making records still. Mm-hmm. That's, a good, that's a celebration right there in itself. Absolutely, man. And you've made a damn
0: good one with this brainwashed generation, man. It feels, I, I, I'm going to give you my honest assessment. Um, liked, didn't love Diamond Boy. Love, yeah. love this. I, I think I, my personal feeling, and you can tell me I'm crazy or, or not, is that I think you needed Diamond Boy to gel as a lineup to make this record. Is that fair?
1: Uh, it's a good, pretty good analogy, actually, to be honest with you. I, didn't, I never looked at it that way. But, of course, and I, after talking to all the journalists for the last week, uh, everybody seems to be really in cahoots when it comes to really hailing this new record. And not necessarily because of all the great players we have on it, but people like the songs. And it only goes to show you that uh, a very prof- uh, prophetic record, Brainwashed Generation from the title down, All these songs are about what's happening in the world right now, with all the subject matter. And I I believe that maybe uh, I captured lightning in a bottle. No, I I agree. And and you're dead
0: on with the capturing, you know, what's going on in the world. And I think that's a thing that has always been lost on Enough's Enough because you guys were, you know... uh, a a more fun band as far as the the videos and whatnot and what people saw of you. I don't think enough people actually dug into the records, you know, dug deep into the records to hear the lyrics. And I mean, you always had lyrics that were, that were tough stuff like innocence or Marianne lost her baby. Those were hard. Those were, you know, some really strong, tough lyrics to really digest. And you've done the same thing here. Like I'll, I'll point to help as an example, fun song but if you dig into it, it's a dark song for you.
1: Yeah, I have to agree with you. And, and the, thank you on the, your compliments on the earlier songs that you mentioned, uh, which a lot of that stuff lyrically was written by my brother Donnie. Sure. Wonderful, wonderful lyricist, great storyteller. And the sign of a great singer is a wonderful liar because every word they say, you believe what they're, what they're singing. Right. You know, Steven Tyler is a perfect example. So is uh, Robin Zander from Cheap Trick. You know, all, you listen to those words and you go, wow, it really touches home. And they might have not even been songs that are about them. It might have been something that very abstract, uh, but they were great storytellers because they're wonderful writers. The Beatles were great at that as well. So was Queen. A lot of good bands out there. The of a voice of our generation, Metallica, you know, James Chappell opens his mouth and people listen. Mm-hmm. He's like E.F. Hunton. <laughs> so I think, uh, you know, to have, a, to be, to, to talk about our lyrics and the, and the songs and the way you have, Uh, It's quite flattering to me. Uh, I just look at what's happening out there in the landscape and I try to tell tell a little story within four or five minutes. And if it's it's captivating, it catches your attention great. And if it doesn't, well, you you don't always hit home runs when you're playing rock and roll.
0: Right. Well, and, 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 but the unique thing about you guys is you guys, you guys have always been one of those bands that is kind of an, it can be an either or or both. You can just kind of like the sound of it and, you know, and and take it as a pop song. You can dig deep and find deeper, meaningful lyrics, or you can do both, which is, that's a, that's a rarity in the rock world.
1: I appreciate that. And I work pretty hard when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, You know, they might be short stories, but it takes, it takes a little bit of time and, I've mentioned it before. John Lennon said it best: "All the great songs have already been written. Mm-hmm. It's up to us as artists to find them and bring them down to you." Sure, definitely, man. Well, well, Chip. Um, with
0: this record, um, with this release, I guess there are no records <laughs> <laughs> anymore. But with I
1: like to, I like to call it record, Chris. I got to be honest with you. Assets. Okay, well, and it's a it's a full length record. I did a twenty song album in the studio nice. here in Chicago. Okay, I I did I with a, a producer named Rob Posen. and he's a punk rock producer. Young kid, he's worked with Twista and Johnny Rotten Jr. He's done a lot of good stuff, this cat. And I thought, let's take a different approach on this record. Let's just bash it out like a real rock band with very minimal overdubs. Sure. And he was very good about his, his approach to making this album. And then as soon as he finished it, I said, Who can I get to mix it? I'm going to go back to the to the old oil well, Chris Diamonds. The guy's right. done Sticks, he worked with White Lines, he's worked with Alice Cooper guy's incredible when it comes to uh, a sense of balance when putting a, taking someone's ideas and making sure that he tweaks it just the way, giving it, it an optimum level on these analog recordings that we're making. Huh? And uh, we mixed the record and tweaked it all up and got out to Frontiers in, a, in about a month, and uh, the rest is history. Here I am now uh, getting ready to put out our 21st album, which is our, huh? eight, I think it's our 18th or 17th or 18th studio record. Huh? That's, you know as well as I do, being around for a long time, Chris. Uh-huh. It's quite a collection of material right there. That's a great catalog.
0: It is. It certainly is. And and I'll tell you what's interesting about this one, about Brainwash Generation, is it is you guys have always had that Beatles comparison, which sometimes fair, sometimes not fair. I know you guys are have always been avid, avid, avid fans of, of Lennon and McCartney, and that's fine. I don't hear that as much on this. I know from talking to you over the years. I know you're just as big of a cheap trick guy, and you yeah. captured a lot more of that cheap trick vibe on these songs than I think you ever have on any record in the
1: past. Um, thank you. Maybe I haven't. Show me a guy without influences, and I'll show you a guy who hasn't written one note. So that's hence the reason why I got Dax Nielsen from Cheap Trick to play on half the record because. A wonderful drummer, and I want that. I want that cheap trick song. I don't run away from my idols and and, and the bands that that have tripped my trigger throughout my career. So to get Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater and the Winery Dogs, that's a stretch for me. Sure. Uh but my my wife is uh, that's his, that's her cousin, and she was kind enough to make the call for me, and I was able to to hook up with Mike, and he came out and did the record for, with you know as a, a you know pro bono basically. He's really good to me. And uh, same thing with other musicians on there, uh, Ace Frehley or uh, or Steve Ramone. These guys came down because they liked the band. They didn't come down to make money. They're going to make millions of dollars on enough's enough. But you know what? You leave an indelible mark. You play with the guys you play with, and it's, it's special for the fans as well as the musicians.
0: Sure. And, of course, you had Dax on there, too, which obviously you know is a, is a big
1: coup for you, right? Yeah, I love him. I think he's a great guy. When I asked him to come down playing the record, my drummer was incapacitated at the time, uh, and I had a deadline with Frontiers and Mario and Sarfini and, and Nick Teeter, all wonderful guys at the label. They said, listen, we've we got a lot of bands on our, on our roster. We need this record right now. Uh, Dak saved it. He came down there, played on the songs. He would have played on the whole record, mm-hmm. but I wanted to get my guy on it as well. Sure, But uh, he came down, played on a bunch of tracks, and as soon as he started playing, we go, fuck. Sounds a cheap trick. <laughs> it, 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 it was like a baby cheap trick. I'm not. I'm no singer like Robin Zander, uh, but it definitely had a good vibe to it. And he was loving it beyond belief. We told stories and we hung out over at Stonecutter Studios down in Chicago for a whole afternoon. He play, he played five songs and he was done. And uh, you know we probably laid down those tracks in one day, in uh, half the day we did everything. Honest to God. Not like it is nowadays where it's one song a week. We actually laid down everything in one day, wow. <laughs> and then we started mixing it up and doing small little overdubs. Not a lot of overdubs on the record either. You know, we would hang out in the studio, and uh, a lot of friends would actually come by to visit us and hang out during that time, uh, which was kind of weird because most people were staying in and sequestered in their home. Sure. But friends came out, they wanted to hear the record, and uh, their input was uh, really important to me to hear what other people thought because I was too close to the record, I couldn't tell if I had something that was worth anything or not. Uh, at the end of the day, now now that I've heard everything in uh, in conjunction, you know, where you have ten songs that are streaming together as one, right. uh, I'm really excited about what the future holds. Absolutely, and
0: and and, and again, you know, I'm just, I don't want to keep beating on the diversity thing of of this record, but you do have. You 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 took many chances that I've never heard in Enough's Enough music before. Another one that came out that really jumped out at me was It's All in Vain, which almost has like that Pink Floyd Us and Them vibe to it, you know, which is a very different wrinkle to the Enough's Enough sound.
1: I appreciate that. You're comparing me to some wonderful artists, and uh, that means a lot to me. Pink Floyd, I'm a big fan. I used to steal. I remember going to my father's bedroom in the middle of the night and stealing those records, and listening to them when he went to work. And just fantastic music. Uh, I love David Gilmour's pipes. Sure. Uh, just, uh, just a, just a great band. Okay, I, I, I would. It left a really indelible mark on me at the end of the day when I heard all these songs. And when I was recording that song, when I was recording that song, I was in Italy. And it just came to me of uh, these little stories about how our history is changing, and uh, we're all clothed in pain uh, while the rest of us uh, complain. Mm-hmm. And I thought I got some nice little tweaks on here. This, this right. could be really uh, a wonderful little piece of music right here. So I hummed it into my my nineteen twenty telephone just to keep, <laughs> it, just to give me the idea, that I was uh, showing it to. Um, my buddy Tony Fennel, who's a singer from uh, When in Rome, he's okay. singing Ultravox, he played in Ups for years too, and he goes, you got something there, mate, You got this is, a, this is a good song. So when I actually started recording it, the first thing I thought about was, uh, who can I get to play on this record? Because I think that, uh, talk about my influences, wearing it probably on my sleeve, that one, he's got Shades of ELO, The Beatles, right. Cheap Trick, Pink Floyd, mm-hmm. and... Um, uh, my wife was the one that said, uh, why don't you call my cousin, Mike Portnoy? He'd, right. I bet you he'd play drums on it. Sure. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably my favorite song on the record, by the way, too. Bash that went out as, as well in a couple hours. Uh, not many overdubs. Uh, just me singing. Uh, it's me singing all those parts there, you know, just stacking a couple of vocals. But uh, I love playing the lead guitar. It's me playing the, the solo at the end there. I remember playing it for Alex Keane, my guitar player. And Alex goes, man, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change the solo on that. Sounds great. I just put a guitar solo down just to show my guys and give them an idea and a template right. of where my direction was in my head and where it was, where it was going. And then I ended up just keeping the guitar solo. Listen, to the solo at the end of it's all in vain. What me important? I play together. It's kick your ass.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, well, Chip. You know, obviously, you moved a few years ago to the to the lead vocal position in the band, and and Had certain, no choice. Yeah. Well, exactly. But but. At the same time you also have what, you know 30 years of writing and performing with Donnie. you know are you comfortable now in both of those roles as the the sole songwriter or lyric writer as well as in front of the band?
1: Sure I am I, I was I was it was fine back then okay I just I uh, wasn't I didn't didn't really uh, expound on that. I just I thought well you know here's the job that I have. I uh, wasn't expecting this, but when Donnie left Enough Enough, the first thing he said to me was, uh, hey, if you want to keep the name Enough Enough and move forward, you should sing the songs, because at least people know when you're in the middle of the stage, it's Enough's Enough. Right. And I said, yeah, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. And then I went out and started doing it, and it took a long time. Believe me, I'd have lyric sheets on the front of the stage because I couldn't remember words. <laughs> a lot of changes. It's not easy singing and playing bass at the same time. And I've always sang it enough, so not, but sure. I would sing harmonies. a couple songs in every record I would sing a lead vocal, but mostly I would just accompany my brother, who I believe has got beautiful pipes. Uh, so at the end of the day, I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it and wash, rinse, repeat. Until eventually the fans started saying, hey, the band sounds great.
0: Sure.
1: It'll never be like it is with them. It's a different thing. Remember when Peter Gabriel left Genesis? Mm-hmm. Who took over? Yeah, Phil Collins. Phil Collins, right. And that, that's the template that I used here. Now, instead of going out and, like, Stone Temple Pilots or Journey or Styx or, or any of the great bands, Foreigner, those guys have all new lead greats. They're wonderful singers. But they went different places to go find those guys. I didn't want to do that. I said, if I'm going to move on with enoughs enough, I'm not going to get. Key. First of all, I couldn't. It was very difficult to find a singer that sounded like my brother. Sure. Second of all, I've been doing it for a long time. I I, I deserve a chance at this. I, we gave it thirty years. Thirty years of my life doing it a certain mm-hmm. way, and uh, now it's a change of the guard, so to speak. And he's doing fine, by the way. Sure. You know, he's not touring or anything around the country, but he's got a solo record out, beautiful things. It's doing yeah, really it's good. Great. He's got a song on the new enoughs enough album. He's singing and playing with me on called. Strangers in My Head, right? A track, a song number six, right after It's All in Vain. There's some good stuff on there. I, I, I believe that uh, it's the next chapter in our life, 21st album, and we move forward, everybody. And uh, it's, this world's about all peace and love. We shouldn't be fighting and arguing about small little things. We should just be looking at. The prize that's ahead of us all, and Absolutely. that's what I'm doing in this album. Absolutely, and you know, and I, I'm not going to beat on Donnie, but you
0: know, one one good thing <clears throat> is recently, you know, I, I've just seen video of him, you know, talking and and doing some things that he's doing, and I am a fan, obviously, and it's just good to see him looking and sounding healthy because woo, yeah, he was it was scary there for a while. I'm sure you more than anybody, you know, who's you know literally kid thought of him as your brother that had to be scary to see when he was falling apart.
1: I adopted him into the family 30 something years ago. He was a little kid. Right. I helped, and I helped build that whole thing up. I seen something special that he didn't know he had. And when we built this sandcastle up, you know, uh, I it was respectable. And, you know, to this day, all the rock, great rock bands. I run into everyone, they wouldn't come down and play on the records or hang out with me if they didn't like our band. Right. We got a lot of respect as a group and you know, I'm, I'm grateful for those opportunities that have been provided to me through all the years of experience together. And I'm happy that he's out there doing it like he's doing it. I seen him about three weeks ago, Donnie came by, he's got a little 750 Kawasaki motorcycle. He came right. pulling up there, some cigarette in his mouth. I go, yep, there he is. <laughs> Still got the same pipes. And we talked about maybe getting together in the future and doing some stuff, but maybe recording wise, that might be the way to go sure. you know, cause he doesn't want to tour. He's obviously been, uh, oh, yeah, I, I get it. His, his like... feathers, his feathers have been ruffled because of, uh, you know, the way the business has changed and, sure. and how, how people get paid. It's a, it's a tough life to live. Uh, but he's going to p- keep putting records out as long as he can. He loves making, he loves making music and he's a wonderful songwriter. Sure. Great sense of balance. And you'll see, you'll see his stuff, and maybe on uh, future records, him and I will get together and do a song or two mm-hmm. on it. I can't see that not happening. If he, wanted, if he was interested in that, that's great. But right now, it's two different bands. Sure. We are Enough's Enough. There's two of us left, two original guys, Alex Kane, who was the original guitar player in Enough's Enough, mm-hmm. and myself, along with Tori Stoff, Reagan, and Dan Hill. That makes up Enough's Enough right now. And I'm real grateful that I have a, we have a really wonderful team and this next tour we're going out on, Chris, you got to come out and see us. It's called the 2020 Quarantine Tour All right. with Faster Pussycat. Enough's enough. Tammy's out there. He's straight 10 years, not getting out, getting, or maybe it's only been five years. Remember in the old days when right. when Tammy was out with Faster Pussycat? Okay. They were out with Motley Crue. They sold 2 million records and did 6 million of it in cocaine. <laughs> you know, nowadays, he's doing great. He's, That's well, good. I just talked to him recently. He's excited about the tour. There's, I think, 48 dates on that 2020 quarantine tour. There'll be a special guest, I'm sure, added on to the list as well. And we're going to go out. We're all going to get tour buses, or maybe they'll just be Oscar minor Wiener wagons, right. and we're just going to go out together. We're going to tour around the country, bro. I'm telling you, I just talked to Danny the other day from the Throbs and Faster Pussycat. He's excited about it. So is Chad. Uh, the whole group, they can't wait to get back on the road again. So uh, we'll, let's see what happens here. I'm just grateful. That we get a chance to make records in, in the 21st century, and you know, especially during this whole shutdown here in the United States and worldwide for that matter, yeah. uh, to be able to find a, you know a, a light mm-hmm. uh, during these dark times is very special. And uh, I, I want to give a shout out to everybody if I could, real fast, Chris, sure. all our military, our police. Uh, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines—all our first responders, our doctors, our surgeons—all those guys to help in keep this going right now. Because without those people in line, uh, we're in big trouble. Yeah. So uh, I believe that uh, we were a very resilient country. Uh, great music, rock and roll, heavy metal is to be celebrated, oh, yeah. and hopefully that we can get out this year and go tour around the country.
0: I, I certainly hope that you do, because you know, as, as you're aware, I saw you twice in the last. Probably twelve months, I guess, because you. I saw you with um, with Kiefer, and I and I yep. saw you even though you left like ten minutes after the gig. Before I could work my way backstage, I saw you on the Sirius XM tour with um, with uh, Bullet Boys and um, Great White, and yeah,
1: that's and a it, great tour.
0: It was a, it was a really fun tour, and and I'll tell you, it really it, it was really fun to see you out there having a lot of fun. And it was clear you were having a lot of fun. You know, the thing with, the, with the, you standing behind the guitar player playing the guitar while he's drinking wine and stuff. That was just fun. It was like an old-fashioned concert, which was much needed at, at this point in, in time.
1: And we certainly know how to celebrate. You know, that move I do every night with, where Tori Stoffrig and I hand him a bottle of wine. He starts drinking, and I get behind him and play a solo. Steve Vai stole that. He does it with Nuna Betancourt when they do that guitar thing out there. And he told me, he says he's seen a that on the Monster Rock Cruise right. one year and thought, wow, what a great idea. And I, I think we do it better than they do it. And those are two great guitar players, but uh, practice makes perfect. Right, no question,
0: man. Well, I'll tell you what, Chip, the new album, it is called Brainwash Generation. It is an excellent, excellent enough's enough release. And, Chip, you know the drill, man. Why don't you pick a song and tell us a quick story about it to wrap the interview up?
1: Uh, absolutely. I don't know if you're playing anything, if you've played the title track or, or Fatal Fatal Distraction, but that's a good one right there with Rick Nielsen, okay. kid, Dax Nielsen, playing guitar. Have you played that track yet? I'll play it right now. How's that? Oh, great story right there. You love women like I do. They're superiors. <laughs> Listen to this one, because she broke my heart.
0: All right. Well, let's do it right now. It is Fatal Distraction right here on your classic
1: metal show. I appreciate that. Listen, real quick, shout out to my boys over at Dash Radio. Yeah. Anybody want to check me out too, dashradio.com. I'm on the Monster Rock Show. 10 to 2, 6 days a week. Okay. If you don't want to hear rock and roll, you want to listen to Kylie Jenner or Snoop Dogg or Be Real, they're all on the same network, too. Cool. Uh, in the meantime, I appreciate you uh, chatting with me. Uh, the, check out com if you get a chance to. ENUFF, ZNUFF.com. Our big show, our debut, our record comes out on July 10th, and then July 11th. We're on the Monsters of Rock Cruise live streaming show, You can check it out on Facebook, Monster Rock Cruise, live streaming. And uh, you'll see Enough's Enough in concert, playing a full show, the first show uh, since uh, we've opened up the floodgates of doom. And we are all (laughs) celebrating life now, moving forward. And everybody get ready to get back on the horse.
0: There we go. Awesome. Well, let's check it out right now. It is Enough's Enough right here on your classic metal show.
1: Tune out. With Nebbia by Moen, the spa shower that offers double the coverage, using about half the water, making it look, sound, and feel totally different. Learn more at Moen.com slash Nebbia. Tune out with Nebbia by Moen, the spa shower that offers double the coverage, using about half the water, making it look, sound, and feel totally different. Learn more at Moen.com slash Nebbia.